the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Transformed life should produce transformed living. And if there's not transformation, there's not salvation because salvation brings transformation. I can call myself a car all day long. Doesn't make me a car. Well, today on Study Verse by Verse, Pastor Leighton Sheely takes us back once again to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. The Apostle Paul is dealing with a lot of rights and wrongs. How do you take your brother to court, or do you? And what constitutes a right or a wrong? These are questions we are exploring and allowing Scripture to answer. We invite you to tag along with us as we spend time in 1 Corinthians 6. From Church of the Highlands in San Bruno and at highlands.us on the net, here's Pastor Leighton Sheely with today's study verse by verse. Jesus has to be first. Nor adulterers, God created sex to be shared between one husband, one wife, for a lifetime in the covenant of marriage. Adultery is sex before marriage, after marriage, outside of marriage, or to leave the spouse without biblical justification and remarry is adultery. We're going to get into that more as we study chapter 7. Nor men who practice homosexuality. Uh, Paul in the original uses uh, two words there to describe either party that's involved in the act. Nor thieves, that is those who take things that do not belong to them. Nor the greedy, these are people who love money and use people rather than loving people and using money. These are people that use people to love money. They're going to hell. Nor drunkards, these are people who drink alcohol to excess, nor revilers. Now, that's a word that's not often used um, in American culture today. Revilers are people who go around destroying other people with their tongues. They're toxic people. Uh, they wound with the tongue and with their words. And uh, they cause misery and pain and despair in the lives of people that, that are under attack. These are toxic people. Can you imagine showing up in heaven and your neighbor is toxic? It wouldn't be heaven. Fortunately, the toxic people aren't going to heaven. Nor swindlers, that describes people who are always scheming for their own personal gain, will inherit the kingdom of God. Now really, ultimately, there's only two kingdoms, and only one of them is staying and remaining for all eternity. The other one is passing away, and that's the kingdom you want to be in, and that's the kingdom you want to invest in. Because if you're in the other kingdom, you're going to pass away with the other kingdom, and your investments that are made in that kingdom are also going to pass away. There were businessmen during the Civil War who were part of the Confederate States who made business and made lots of money, currency, in the Confederate uh, currency. And at the end of the war, everything that they had was absolutely worthless, 
just like the currency. But there are people who are investing in, a, in the kingdom where the currency is going to be worthless. They're going to lose everything. And such were some of you. Now, I mentioned you might want to underline the word trivial. Here you might want to underline the word were. And notice that it's past tense. It refers to something in the past, not the present. When you were saved, your life was transformed. If you think that you're saved and your life is not transformed, you are not saved. You might think you're saved, you might say you're saved, but if your life has not been transformed, you're not saved. Because if you've been saved, your life has been transformed. And if you are continuing in habitual patterns of sin, such as the ones that are listed here, and by the way, this list is not comprehensive. It's, a, it's a examples. For instance, liars are not mentioned in this list, but they're mentioned elsewhere, and they're not going to heaven. But if your life exhibits a, ha- a pattern of, of sin, then you might be self-deceived into thinking that you're saved when you're really not. And that's why Paul writes here, do not be deceived. Jeremiah says, the heart is deceitful above all else. We can deceive ourselves. Jesus talked about people that deceive themselves into thinking they were saved when they're not. And he talked about them in Matthew chapter 7 on the Sermon on the Mount, verse 21. Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So just because we say, Lord, Lord, we claim that He's our Lord, we claim that He's our Savior, we claim that we're believers, we claim that we're saved, we claim that we're Christians, doesn't mean we're going to heaven. Only those who do the will of the Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? We were the speakers, we were the people in front, we were the leaders in your name, we were the leaders in the churches. Might have been a mega church, might have been a pastor somewhere. Did we not prophesy in your name? People that, that others look up to and say, man, that's the kind of Christian I want to be. Did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name? You know, not everybody has the gift of casting out demons. That's a pretty powerful gift, particularly in nations where demons manifest themselves. They don't manifest themselves so much in America because they're using stealth. They're still at work, they're just using stealth. But they manifest themselves plainly elsewhere around the world. Casting out demons and doing mighty works in your name? Not just normal stuff, but mighty works. Didn't we do all this stuff in your name? That means we're saved. And Jesus says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Now, this passage should encourage every person who claims to be a Christian to examine their lives for lawlessness. And lawlessness there is in reference to God's law. It's continuing in patterns of disobedience. Continuing in patterns of disobedience. But you were washed. And the word therefore, but, is um, Allah, which is the strongest Greek word, and it's used three times. So what Paul is saying, but, 
But, but, contrast. You were washed, speaking of a new life of regeneration. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. And we need to let those old things pass away and quit trying to drag them into the new life. You were sanctified. That's a new behavior. It's a holy behavior. Our lives should... Per- should reflect a holiness. It's not that we're going to be perfect because we're still in these tents of flesh, but that there's been a transformation in our lives. There's a new behavior. We've been justified. It's a reference to our new standing before God. We are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Christ took our sins to Calvary's cross so that we could stand in the presence of holy God as though we had not sinned. We've been justified. Transformed life should produce transformed living. And if there's not transformation, there's not salvation because salvation brings transformation. Now, in wrapping this up, Christians should do business with other Christians, but we need to do it well. If you're an employer, you need to treat your employees fair and equitably. If you're an employee, you need to treat your business, your organization fair and equitably. You need to put in honest day's work. Don't take 30-minute breaks Come early, leave late, work hard, produce. Um, If you're a business person, do your job well. Use quality workmanship, quality materials. uh, Get a job done on time as promised. Uh, Do your business in writing. I can't begin to tell you how many times we as church leaders have had to step in to a business deal that's gone south and try to figure out what the original... Uh, uh, arrangement was because the people remember it differently. When you're doing business together, even as Christian brothers, put it on paper so that when the mind fades, you can refer back to the the piece of paper and say, yes, this is what we agreed on. It doesn't mean you can't uh, negotiate, uh, but at least you have a common place from which to negotiate. If there's a pattern of problems in your business, This is oftentimes what I find is businessmen have a problem here and a problem here and a problem here, unrelated people, but they keep having a pattern of problems. It's always the other person's fault. Folks, if if there's a pattern, look at yourself. Ask others to be honest with you and tell you if it's your problem. Listen to what they have to say and make the corrections that are necessary. Um, I would like to be able to have, recommend every business person, in our church, I'd like to be able to, you know, if somebody comes up, can you recommend so-and-so? Say yes. Quite frankly, sometimes I can't because we don't have, we have a few business people that, that aren't as reputable as they should be. Um, so this is, this is, if somebody comes up to me and asks for a uh, recommendation, this is one of the three answers you're going to get. Yes, I can recommend them. I know their work. They are fair and honest etc. Or, you know, I'm not familiar with their work, so I can't recommend it one way or the other. Or, now notice I didn't say anything bad. (laughs) Christians should be generous because God has been so generous to us. Actions speak louder than words. People are watching. Our community is watching. If we call ourselves a Christian and there's a pattern of sin in our life, We need to repent and get right. Amen? Amen. Let's pray.
Lord, we are thankful for the clarity of your word. And we recognize that we can not live up to its standard in our own strength. We are totally dependent on you. We ask you to fill our lives with your Holy Spirit. Give us strength to overcome the tendency to sin in our lives. Help us to be amongst brothers and sisters in the Lord that will will keep us from falling off that narrow path. Keep us on the right path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, you have been listening to Study Verse by Verse. It has been our pleasure to spend a few minutes of your day with you. We trust you've been encouraged as we work our way through 1 Corinthians, especially chapter 6 here, focusing in on what is right, what is wrong, and how we get restitution if our brother sins against us or we sin against them. If you have questions about today's program, Maybe you would like to know more about Church of the Highlands in San Bruno or this radio program, Study Verse by Verse. A great place to start is our website, highlands.us, highlands.us. Tomorrow, we're in Chapter 7 of 1 Corinthians. Join us then for Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.